right, you nerd sports. I am Mr. Cack. That is Reno. We're here to talk some sports, y'all. And guess what? We're gonna, guess what we're going to start up with? That's sports. Right. That's right. It is Aaron Rodgers Watch 2021. Now, there's not a lot to the watch as this as of yet, right? There hasn't been really any traction any which way. People still are pontificating. Different Packers are coming out and saying, uh, this is this is how I believe the situation is going, um, which is just them trying to get on television for their 15 minutes of fame. 15 minutes of fame. Which, hey, that's all cool hey, with mom, me. watch on the ESPN tonight. I'm going to be on there. Which is totally fine with me. If I was friends with Aaron Rodgers, you better damn well believe I'd be on TV saying whatever I can pull hey, out my I butt. I talked to Aaron Rodgers today. This is what he said. But what has come out, and this is me doing a bad job doing some research, but I saw a lady on a Denver Broncos podcast basically talking about Aaron and John Elway were playing golf together in California. Now, I don't think this happened recently. I think this was actually a couple weeks ago or maybe even like during the season, like not probably not during the season, but I think this was a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, so apparently Aaron Rodgers and John Elway are friendly, which could mean literally just that. But because Aaron Rodgers supposed allegedly he said allegedly has said that Denver yeah. Broncos would be a team he would be willing to go to, and John Elway works within their front office. I don't know. Are we about to see an aggressive power play from the Broncos to get Aaron Rodgers? I would if I were the Broncos. Well, yeah, no shit, man. Uh, I can only think of if that's if I got a even snowball's chance in hell, I'm going after that one. Let's see all the teams that shouldn't go after Aaron Rodgers: Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that it? Like, can you can you honestly tell me if you were any of the other 29 teams, you would turn down the offer to have Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. So I mean, unless you're the maybe maybe Kyler Murray. Simply because of the offense. Maybe, that, but that, I still... That, that just doesn't seem like it would fit well with with, with Rodgers. I mean, maybe, but I feel like... But well, still, it's well, Rodgers and... DeAndre Hopkins and Aaron Rodgers, or DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. I think I'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, maybe... Yeah. Like, he won't be mobile, but guess what? He'll be slinging that rock down the field um msm Wyatt says what do you think about the carolina panthers i think if the carolina panthers had an opportunity to get aaron Rodgers, they would in a heart they won't though because they took sam darnold which i do think sam darnold will do as well as what the carolina panthers can do now keep in mind the carolina panthers are going to either be the third or fourth best team in their division probably fourth there's no changing that the only thing only way you change that is if aaron Rodgers comes to the panthers yeah now the saints 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 become an interesting question there because i don't know how things are going to shake out with Jameis winston and Taysom hill and if that actually works in life after breeze so maybe they could be the second best team but i just feel like i feel like there's going to be a a point there where they they're probably going to be the third best team in that division. But I think I think Sam Darnold will have a much better season if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. I think they do some damage. But in a 17-game season, Eesh. I mean, 
seven wins, and I think you feel happy about it. Yeah. I haven't looked at their schedule. I, I haven't looked at their schedule to see if even that's realistic. But, hey, you know, take your lumps, get you a high draft placement pick, find you another weapon. Your receiving core's not the best. Uh, your defense probably needs a little bit of tuning up. Uh, yeah. But you've got a really awesome running back. I think out of I think out of discount double check. I think out of QBs that have moved, Sam Darnold probably has the most freeing environment because, like, really, what are the expectations for the Carolina Panthers? He was already at the bottom when when yeah. he, where he left. Yeah, so he's so. only going to look better this season. Yeah. I hope. Uh, but like Carson, would think. But like Carson Wentz, there's expectations he's leading that team to the Super Bowl, and I feel like that might be a big ask. Uh, That's Jer a big ask. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. There might be some questions of if he'll even be the starting quarterback by the end of the season. Yeah. So that's that's rough. Matthew Stafford. I want to say that there are playoff as like there are you know I don't think you can if you're the Rams say Super Bowl aspirations, but you could say we're making a run. Like we should make a run. We have a better quarterback. And we've destroyed all of our first round draft picks. We have Aaron Donald to get to this point. We've we have not drafted a first round quarterback or not drafted a first round player since we got Jared Goff and we shipped his ass off and we won't have another one until like twenty twenty four. So like I hope we win. <laughs> I hope we win. Yeah. But yeah. Uh and then Denver, we talked about this one point of Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. Who do you think starts? And you thought it was Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know. But that team's good. Outside of their quarterback, that team's good. Good defense. They'll have talent. They'll have Von Miller back. So a yep. better defense than last season. They have decent weapons. Like their receiving core isn't bad. You may not Jerry Judy, baby. Jerry Judy. You might not know all their names, but you you have some receiving talent there. You have a running back with Melvin Gordon. Like how long that lasts, I don't know. Uh but, I mean, you have some pieces there, but their quarterback situation, like, that's going to be rough. Honestly, Reno, and I'll probably ask you this a million more times every time we do sports. If it was you in charge of the Packers, would you go ahead and move him? I mean, if the relationship is done and he's not going to sign up a new contract with you, wouldn't Unless you rather— he comes out, so, so here would be my stipulation with yeah. this. He's going to have to come out and talk to me publicly and state this publicly— he does not want to be here. That's fair. That's gonna get. That's gonna guarantee. Other other teams are gonna want to come get him. Yeah. So I'm gonna get something out of this. I gotta get something worth Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think you'll ever get anything that's worth Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, I mean, you want to take the best that you can get, yes. right? Yes. But I so think I, I mean. think you like still you're, have... you're more likely to, if that were to happen, versus yeah. what can things continue the way they are right now? That's but. fair. Yeah. I just I don't know like I heard I heard someone on the radio talking about like like if the relationship is this bad and you're the Packers and you have a quarterback that you drafted even if maybe he's not ready now didn't you draft that quarterback to replace Rodgers within the next three years so like if it's not three years and now it's just the next two years like that hasn't changed ultimately what your plan was it's just sped up the process. And I'm like, you know what? That's a damn interesting point, right? They did draft a quarterback to replace Aaron Rodgers on a rookie contract in the first round, five, four years with a fifth-year option. 
So they literally have put a. I mean, I think we talked about this when it when it happened after the draft of like mm-hmm. you've literally put a countdown clock on when you're saying on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, on when you're saying you're done with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but like if he isn't happy and he doesn't want to play for you, and your ultimate goal within the next three to four years was to replace him with this guy, anyways. What are you waiting on? Yeah, what are you waiting on? You traded up to get Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, I feel like if this was you traded up to get using one of the quarterbacks from this draft, Justin Fields, I think there might be more people saying, well, yeah, let's do Justin Fields. I just don't think a lot of people like Jordan Love. I don't think a lot of people were in love with Jordan Love and the fact that he didn't dress out at all this last season, I think also Did hurts not the, help. hurts the perception of you're not even close to being ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron might be close to moving on from you. But I think ultimately, I don't think this has changed. I think he'll be a Packer for this season. Uh, I think so too. I've heard some people if, like call in. If he's and, not, I'd be shocked. I've heard some people call in and be like, you know, what if he just decides to take knees and throw balls out of bounds? Like, listen. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. Because you're. you're he's going to come out there and compete. Because you're screwing over a lot of people, right? Yeah, like you're you're potentially getting some people fired and losing jobs. You're gonna have a terrible time trying to go out there and do that with all those other guys. Yeah, and there's been nothing in Rogers to come out that has ever given me the impression that he would come. He's out. not that type of guy. Yeah, he wouldn't. No. Like I don't think he's gonna come out. I think he's a competitor. Um, I think he. I think he likes the guys he he plays with too well enough. That he wouldn't do that to them. And that seems to be validated where it seems like it's not that he dislikes the team or the coach. It seems he has an issue with the people in the administrative level. So going from the general manager on up, which isn't much further. I think it's literally a president after that because they don't have an owner. Uh, I think that's where his issue lies with the general manager, maybe the president. It'll be interesting. All right, Reno, right quick. (laughs) Just because this has been, this has been burning through, burning through the the national media. We got some baseball news, buddy, and that is Tony Larusa, new general manager for, or not general manager, new manager for the White Sox. Recently, his star designated hitter, uh, Ymir Mercedes, uh, in a game against the Twins, where they decided to trot out a position player to throw, I think, the last inning. Uh, On a 3-0 count, Mercedes went yard on the guy. Uh, And it was a 15-4 ninth inning at that point. Uh, And Tony LaRussa was heated because Mercedes disrespected the game. And the Twins were upset because... It was a 3-0 count. Uh, why are you doing that to our boy out there? We just want to go home. There's also the story that LaRusa said that he gave him the take sign. So it was 3-0 count. He gave him a take sign to get the walk. Uh, and either Mercedes didn't look at it or decided to go against it and went yard. <laughs> so there's been that. I believe that happened. What is today? Wednesday? I believe that happened Monday. Then on Tuesday, in retaliation, because this happens in baseball, the Twins didn't hit Mercedes. They threw behind him, which is as close to saying, next time I'm taking your head off. Screw as, you. As you possibly can in baseball. Uh, so that happened. 
Pitcher got ejected. And at the end of the game, LaRusa was asked, you know, like, hey, what do you feel about the Twins coming after your player? And I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the quote here in front of me. Uh, but he said, I think they handled that. I think they handled that fine. I think the Twins handled that fine. The team that threw at his player, his young rookie designated hitter star player. So, Reno, there's a lot to go through. But I guess for you, do you have, where do you find any issues with any of this? Do you, do you not care? Are these a bunch of non-issues getting blown out of proportion? And then how does it all factor into the fact that the Chicago White Sox is the best team in the major leagues right now? They have the best record. They seem to look pretty dominant. They haven't lost uh, back-to-back games at all this season, I don't think. So I'll say this. This is this is going to sound really terrible considering I, I consider myself a Cardinals fan. I didn't even know Tony La Russa was coaching again. 70, like seven years old out there for the like, White Sox. What is he doing? Why is I mean, obviously he's still got it because they're, I mean. The best team. Be the best team. Best team would be the best team out there if, if he didn't. Literally so, his first touche, season with the team. Kudos. Like, dude knows what he's doing. That being said, this is so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. All the way across the board. It's dumb that they got pissed off over a a pitch that was thrown and he hit a homer. It's a live ball. It's baseball. You play to the end. Suck it up. Uh, and then thrown behind him is whatever. He didn't throw at his head, so yeah. whatever. He didn't endanger the player, so who cares? So this, is, this just seems like a pissing contest. So there seems to be I don't know if this is true or not, but that's the thing about unwritten rules. Who knows like what actually was a rule or wasn't? Uh, but there seem to be people that were upset with the fact that okay, so it's like a it's like pronged of why people were upset. One prong is they were upset that on a three zero pitch he swung and hit a homer. Three zero pitch is going to be your best pitch. I know, but if okay. they're gonna, if they're going to throw it as a hitter as a former baseball player. If they throw you a good pitch at all, it's going to be on 3-0. Yeah. So the other prong is the fact that it was a position player throwing the bump. I think he had like a 55-mile-per-hour fastball, uh, which could probably be pretty difficult in and of itself because you're not used to hitting 40 miles per hour slower than normal. Um, And it was the ninth inning, and the White Sox were winning by at least 10 runs. So there's there's a camp that's upset with that aspect of it. Then there is what I think La Russa should have hung his hat on, which was the fact he gave the take sign. He told his player to take. The player either chose not to listen or didn't pay attention to listen. Uh, And I think that's fine. You can be upset for Mercedes for that. Sure. That's an internal issue. That's not... To me, that's not something that, that this is just uh, just seems like drama for the sake of drama. Yeah. So yes, I think yes. Uh, I've said I said this on our Facebook page too. Like yes, if you want to be upset, fine him, bench him, tear into him in house. But Larusa didn't just hang his head on the fact that he was upset. The guy didn't take the pitch because that's what was called to him. It was he didn't take the pitch, but also. It's 3-0 on a position player pitching, and that's disrespecting the traditions, and that's a load of horseshit. Yeah. You know what? Game one over. <laughs> you know what? I bet I bet some of these players have something called like an elevator in their contract that if you hit so many home runs or you have a certain batting percentage, your pay gets a little bit spicier by the end of the season. 
So, like, I don't know how you, like, what are you implying that someone shouldn't hit on a 3-0 pitch? Are you implying they should strike out? Are you implying they should intentionally ground out or pop out? Like, I don't, like, what are you ultimately trying to say? Because I feel like that's a weirder, like, baseball shouldn't be having that image, right? You should. Yeah, so, like, like what what would it matter if if, if he threw a strike and it was 3-1 and then he jacked one? Or if it was 2-0. Like, yeah, because it's three like, zero. Is that worse than two zero? What if he yeah, hit it like on it, the first pitch? It, does, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, like why? Why is the fourth pitch to him uh, so much different than any other pitch he might have went yard on? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But people got all upset when uh, Tatis last season uh, jacked a what was it like a, a homer in the ninth inning while they were winning? Like I just don't get it, man. Like you get paid money for your like your batting average helps dollars appear in your account. Your your ability to hit home runs potentially puts you in a spot to where your name is more marketable. Like I just I don't especially in a season where homers aren't necessarily bouncing off the bats. In fact, this is a season where there's been more uh there, we're on pace for there to be a record setting number of no hitters. There's been five this season. Of those five, two have been against the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> uh, That's uh, funny. They're gonna they're gonna have a couple more no hitters against them. Uh, I'm afraid. I, I doth believe. Um, so it's and it, there's something else that stuck out to me too. How many brawls have we had already this year, and how many of them have had the Reds involved? Because it seems like every single time I turn around and there's a brawl, the Reds are involved. Are they still are they still leading their division? Like I mean maybe you got sure. maybe you got to be all antsy in your pantsies if you're finally leading the division. I think I think they're the best team in that division this year. Mm. As much as I hate to say it. It's a weird year for baseball so far. It is. Like the teams that we thought would be good aren't doing good. Nope. The Dodgers, man, they fell off a cliff. Good thing is about baseball, though, is you can be crap at the beginning and then turn it around True. and still be one of the better teams in baseball. Washington Nationals have been the yeah. very closest success story to that. Kmart says, sup, assholes. Sup, Kmart. Who you call an asshole, acehole? I, I work with a Red Sox fan, so I, I constantly tease him about Mookie Betts. It's it's great. Uh, so to go back to La Russa one, like, right quick. Larusa, you old, old piece of shit. <laughs> Why? Why are you saying anything that could be construed as a positive about one of your players not getting hit, but the intimation that the other team was going to hit him? Like, that's so mind-numbingly stupid. If you're upset with your player, there's other ways to handle it in public. There's other ways to handle it as a manager. But to come out there and say, well, yeah, they almost hit my player, and that's, you know, that's perfectly fine. The Hitchhiker's Guide to, to losing your team, right? Like, I feel like that is a quick way <laughs> to have a team not like you anymore when it seems like you're siding with the opposition, but more so you're siding with the opposition that's, again, didn't hit, but could have. That's the threat, right? That's what you do when you throw behind someone. You're saying, hey, not this time. Try it again, though. Don't mess with us. Try it again, though. You seen that guy for the Mets? He took one to the face. That dude was back the next day. I don't know who that player is on the Mets, but kudos to that guy. He is built like a monster. Took a fastball to the face and then was handing in the lineup card the next day. He looks so 
bad in his interview. Like his his nose was all swollen and his eyes were black. I was like, man, that that had to hurt. Dude, just just turn that shit. Like, all right, here's the here's the lineup. Like, dude, you just got smashed in the face with a with a basically a bullet. Like, why are you still moving? Yeah. How are you still alive? <laughs> you just took a cannonball to the face, bro. Why are you Literally. up? But no, like Larusa, stay that, down for a while, please. Larusa, how can you be so tone deaf to like? I get it, man. You can be upset because a player didn't listen to you, and if you would have just stuck to that angle, open and publicly, you probably wouldn't have people saying that you're, you know, an old he's, old he's sack old, of shit. He's old and senile at this point. Nobody yeah. knows what he's thinking. But then the most frustrating thing is, can we say this? They are literally the best team in baseball. <laughs> like, yeah. are we reading too much into this? Is his shit Probably. actually working? Probably. I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, it's a true conundrum. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You weren't, you weren't expecting conundrum to be thrown in here. I don't have anything else sports, but I will say this, Reno. You and whoever else is here listening... Uh, Kmart, every, everyone is on fire in that sense. Uh, Mookie ha is being disappointing as all fuck. Well, it's because they took the juice out of the balls, so, like, that's yeah. why there's so many pit, like, like no that's why hitters. there's so many no-hitters, that's why home runs are down. Like, they've, they went from having these balls basically bouncing into the stratosphere the last two seasons, to now they're basically dead. So, like, you have to... You when you go yard, you're legitimately going yard right now, uh, but you're not getting a lot of that. And I don't understand why baseball does this. Like, it doesn't I, make sense. I get that they feel like okay, this is an effort to speed up the game, but like, no one wants to watch a no hitter game. Nope. Boring. Young people want to see big muscular man give us a 14 home run game and we'll definitely watch <laughs> oh if you can promise me there'll be a home run every inning in baseball guess who might start watching baseball <laughs> this guy definitely this there's guy. a reason that it was so much fun to watch baseball when mark mcguire and sammy sosa and barry bonds were doing their home runs it's because you hit a lot of home runs and everybody's going to be watching yeah, I don't think we should go back to that, but I do think at one point Reno was defending bring steroids back. <laughs> yeah, man, give me the give me the best hitters that science can create. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have we have golf long drive competitions. Why can't we do the same with baseball? Uh, Kmart says we want the long game. It's shitty. It's awful. It's boring. It's not the baseball we want. Yeah. I mean, listen, the NFL took the opposite approach. They're like, hey, people like it when offenses score a bajillion points. Let's do everything in our power to make sure that offensive Let's players, make this happen. <laughs> namely the quarterback, are in the best situation possible at all times on the field. Uh, give me the juice. I don't even care. Well, you should care. It's people's <laughs> lives. Uh, we here at Rage Nerd Sports <laughs> don't advocate using steroids because long-term effects and damages. I'm just saying yeah. I agree with Reno. The The chase between Mark <laughs> McGuire and Sammy Sosa was literally probably the last time I was, like, fixated on baseball. because It, it was intoxicating. And not, it, it was, like, everybody were, was – it was the chase. There was so much. I didn't know like, if they were going to get it. Who was going to get it there first? Well, there were so many awesome things about it because not only did you have two guys that were going out and putting on a show, they were two guys in the same division. So they were going to play each other. So then you got to see it be a little bit, or 
I don't think it was ever like super personal, but it felt more personal because yeah. all right, the the Cards and the Cubs are playing today. Like we could see bombs galore. Like It'd let's be a bomb mania over here. But yeah, no, it's just one of those things where it's like, meh, I don't know, man. Baseball, baseball needs to figure some shit out. I just don't know what. I'm right? telling you, it's simple. It's really simple. I know. You can even you can even extend the field, make it bigger. I don't care. 